the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Again, welcome to Poverty Live on this Wednesday evening. Sometime I'm going to have to get a technical definition of what is afternoon and what is evening. And it it seems to me that in June, 5.35 p.m. is afternoon. (laughs) This time of year, it's obviously evening. If somebody has the technical definition, let me know. Then I'll know whether to say good evening or good afternoon. And well, anyway, right now it's it's evening and I'm very grateful uh, that you are listening. This is fascinating out of Israel. Um, a company in Israel has developed a brand new COVID-19 vaccine. And I don't understand all of the technicalities, and I'm not going to pretend that I do. Uh, I don't understand all of the ways that these vaccines are developed and so forth. I, I don't. You know, and I could try to just read to you and pretend that I understand, and that would be very disingenuous for me. But anyway... A uh, company in Israel, actually it has an American parent company, but the development is happening in Israel. They have developed a brand new vaccine for COVID-19 that is developed in a completely different way than all of the other COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, According to this story from the Jerusalem Post, the vaccine is developed uh, using the same methods and the same techniques as was used in the uh, Ebola vaccine. Uh, that was a huge breakthrough. If you if you will remember, just a few years ago, uh, there was fear, fear that the Ebola uh, epidemic in certain parts of Africa was going to spread into America. And that possibly millions and millions of people could die because Ebola, unlike COVID-19, the survival rate of COVID-19 is very, very, very high. Have many, many people died? Yes. But again, if you look at the totality of COVID-19, the survival rate is very, very high. Not with Ebola. If you got Ebola... It was a death sentence. A few people survived. Um, A gentleman that was working with Samaritan's Purse down in Africa got Ebola. He came to the United States, was treated, 
and he survived. But for the most part, if you got Ebola, you were you were going to die. Well, this new COVID nineteen vaccine. In fact, let me let me read to you from the Jerusalem Post. Post. It is coming from a company called Brilife. B R I L I F E. The Brilife vaccine is based on a platform used by pharmaceutical giant Merck and Company for its Ebola vaccine, meaning it is a platform that has been validated around the world for several years and has been proven both safe and effective. Professor Shamel Shapira said, quote, We opted for an approach that this, on the one hand, modern, and on the other, more conservative and less bold than other vaccine makers chose. Uh, Professor Shamel Shapira is considered to be the father of Israel's Brie-Life coronavirus vaccine. Brie-Life is a vector-based vaccine. The vaccine takes the vesicular stomatitis virus, VSV, and genetically engineers it so it will express the spike protein of the novel coronavirus on its envelope. Once injected, it does not cause disease itself. Instead, the body recognizes the spike protein that is expressed on the envelope and begins to develop an immunological response. Uh, And so on and so forth. It gives a whole bunch of other differences Uh, Novel mRNA vaccines, which is all of the current COVID-19 vaccines, on the other hand, use a sequence of genetic RNA material produced in a lab that, when injected, enters the cells and sparks production of the viral components that subsequently train the immune system to fight the virus. Because the Brelife vaccine presents the immune system with a somewhat more complete version of the spike protein, this may give the immune system an opportunity to see more targets on the spike protein and therefore target more things on the virus, making it more effective against uh, variants. And then it goes on. It's a lengthy article out of the Jerusalem Post. It's eight pages. But the uh, developers are saying... Uh, it's using an old technique, much more proven, much more reliable, lot a lot safer, and more effective than the current COVID-19 vaccines. The uh, headline in the Jerusalem Post today, Can Israel's Vaccine End the COVID-19 Pandemic? The Israeli vaccine could potentially address COVID better than other technologies, according to the CEO of NeuroRx, the uh, parent company. I have no clue. But um, it's going to be interesting to see uh, if this uh, new vaccine developed in Israel will come to the United States, what kind of Reception will it receive by the FDA, the CDC, and so forth? Is it safer? Are fetal cells 
uh, be involved in the development. There are just so many, many, many questions, and we don't have answers to any of them right now. But it would be fascinating, and I just say this, it would be fascinating if a vaccine developed in Israel actually became the answer to the worldwide pandemic called COVID-19. It'd be interesting. The nation of Israel, I don't care where you are theologically, no one can deny that Israel has been absolutely unique in the nations of the world. Don't have time to go into all the details, and I don't have them all in front of me. But if you want an interesting study, uh, do a little search about major inventions from Israel, major innovations from Israel, uh, Nobel Prizes from Israel, the tiny, tiny, tiny little nation of Israel has been disproportionately responsible for thousands of life-changing technology, disproportionate to any, by the size of the, of the nation, the, the number of, of in the population, there is no nation on earth that can lay claim to the technological advances that have been made in the nation of Israel. And if you ever have the opportunity to travel to Israel, you will see if, 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 you can visit one of the surrounding countries, Lebanon, Syria, Egypt, Jordan, and look at agriculture, um, technology, development, uh, production. The minute you cross over the border into Israel, it's like a different world. It is unlike any agriculturally, technologically, it is unlike any other country in that entire region of the world. I believe it's because God still has a unique plan and purpose for the nation of Israel. But even if you don't believe that, you have to understand how unique that tiny little country is. And it would be fitting and I think almost expected that the nation of Israel would produce something that could save millions of lives. I don't know that's going to be the case. I just wouldn't be surprised. All right, we're going to take the final break, and then we'll be back, be back and wrap things up on Bob Brady Live.
talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, let me add a little bit of fuel to the fire about the whole mask controversy. Here's a story that someone sent me today, and it's by new research from the Cato Institute. Now, they are predominantly conservative, but certainly reputable. They're not kooky. They're not whack jobs. Cato Institute. Headline, little evidence supports use of cloth masks to limit spread of coronavirus. Quote, cloth masks are of little use against COVID-19, according to a recently published analysis. Federal health authorities and a slew of jurisdictions require or recommend wearing masks as a way to limit the spread of the virus that causes COVID-19. But a trio of researchers poured over the studies often cited by the officials and found they were poorly designed and offered scant evidence supporting mask usage. Many of the studies are observational, opening up to confounding variables, the researchers said in their analysis, which was published on November 8th by the Cato Institute. Continuing, of 16 randomized controlled trials comparing mask effectiveness to controls with no masks, 14 failed to find a, st- a statistically significant benefit. Can I repeat that? Of 16 randomized controlled trials comparing mask effectiveness to controls with no masks, 14 failed to find a statistically significant benefit, the researchers said. And of 16 quantitative meta-analyses, half showed weak evidence of mask effectiveness while the others were equivocal or critical as to whether evidence supports a public recommendation of masks. Quote, The biggest takeaway is that more than 100 years of attempts to prove that masks are beneficial has produced a large volume of mostly low-quality evidence that has generally failed to demonstrate their value in most settings, said Dr. Jonathan Darrow, an assistant professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School. Mm -hmm. He went on. Officials mulling mask recommendations should turn their attention to interventions with larger and more certain benefits, such as vaccines. Based on the evidence currently available, masks are mostly a distraction from the important work of promoting the public health. Uh, Then it talks about studies in Bangladesh and Denmark. Uh, It says the other real-world randomized controlled trial examining mass effectiveness conducted in Denmark did not find a a statistically significant difference in infections between masked and unmasked groups. They did say 
that there is evidence masks reduce droplet dispersion, though cloth masks are unlikely to capture the particles even if worn properly. And then it goes on and talks about the difference between a typical cloth mask, bandanas, and so forth, and surgical masks. And it says surgical masks are effective. Cloth masks, what they're saying, there's no evidence whatsoever that cloth masks do anything to prevent COVID-19 being spread or being caught. Uh, And then I I was going to get into a couple of other stories, but um, we were talking politics just a little bit ago. Uh, This is from ABC News. Brand new poll. And it's not good either for Biden or the Democrats. Republican congressional candidates currently hold their largest lead in midterm election preferences in the ABC News Washington Post poll ever going back 40 years. In a um, head-to-head battle of unnamed Democrat or Republican candidates for Congress, Republicans hold the biggest lead in over 40 years. As things stand, if midterm elections were today, 51% of registered voters say they would support the Republican candidate in their congressional district. 41% say the Democrat. A 10% lead. Um... Yeah, Ah, that's why Democrats are running as fast as they can away from the Biden administration. Mm. Hey, folks, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Hope you have a wonderful evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern, discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.